Good morning, I'm glad you're here. Let's jump right into it. We're going to be reading out of Psalm 57. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing of his word. In Jesus' name, amen. Be merciful to me, O God. Be merciful to me, for my soul trusts in you, and in the shadow of your wings I will take make my refuge. Until these calamities have passed by, I will cry out to God most high, to God who performs all things for me. He shall send from heaven and save me. He reproaches the one who would swallow me up. Selah. God shall send forth his mercy and his truth. My soul is among lions. I lie among the sons of men who are set on fire, whose teeth are spears and arrows, and their tongue a sharp sword. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be above all the earth. They have prepared a net for my steps. My soul is bowed down. They have dug a pit before me, and into the midst of it they have themselves fallen. Selah. My heart is steadfast, O God. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and give praise. Awake, my glory. Awake, lute and harp. I will awaken the dawn. I will praise you, O Lord, among the peoples. I will sing to you among the nations. For your mercy reaches unto the heavens, and your truth unto the clouds. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be above all the earth. The word of the Lord. Praise be to God. Moving on to our next section, we're reading out of Genesis chapters 13 and 14. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing of his word. In Jesus' name, amen. Then Abram went up from Egypt, he and his wife and all that they had, and Lot with him to the south. Abram was very rich in livestock and in silver and in gold, and he went on his journey from the place as far as Beth, from the south as far as Bethel, to the place where his tent had been at the beginning between Bethel and Ai, at the, uh, to the place of the altar, which he had made there at first. And there Abram called on the name of the Lord. Lot also, who went with Abram, had flocks and herds and tents. Now the land was not able to support them, that they might dwell together, for their possessions were so great that they could not dwell together. And there was strife between the herdsmen of Abram's livestock and the herdsmen of Lot's livestock. The Canaanites and the Perizzites then dwelt in the land. So Abram said to Lot, Please let there be no strife between you and me, and between my herdsmen and your herdsmen, for we are brethren. Is not the whole land before you? Please separate from me. If you take the left, then I will go to the right, or if you go to the right, then I will go to the left. And Lot lifted his eyes and saw all the plain of Jordan, but it was well watered everywhere. Before the Lord Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt as you go toward Zoar. Then Lot chose for himself all the plain of the Jordan, and Lot journeyed east, and they separated from each other. Abram dwelt in the land of Canaan, and Lot dwelt in the cities of the plain, and stretched his tent even as far as Sodom. But the men of Sodom were exceedingly wicked and sinful against the Lord. And the Lord said to Abram, after Lot had separated from him, Lift your eyes now and look from the place where you are, northward, southward, eastward, and westward. 
For all the land which you see, I give to you and your descendants forever. And I will make your descendants as the dust of the earth, so that if a man could number the dust of the earth, then your descendants could also be numbered. Excuse me. Arise, walk in the land through its length and its width, for I give it to you. Then Abram moved his tent and went and dwelled by the terebinth trees of Mamre, which are in Hebron, and built an altar there to the Lord. And it came to pass in the days of Amraphel, king of Shinar, Arioch, king of Elisar, Kedarleomer, king of Elam, and Tidal, king of nations, that they made war with uh, Bera, king of Sodom, Birsha, king of Gomorrah, Shinab, king of Adma, and Shemeber, king of Zeboim, and the king of Bela, that is, Zoar. All, of, all these joined together in the valley of Sidim, that is, the Salt Sea. Twelve years they served Kederleomer, and in the thirteenth year they rebelled. In the fourteenth year, Kederleomer and the kings that were with him came and attacked the Rephaim in Ashtaroth Karnaim, the Zuzim in Ham, and Emim, or the Emim in Shava Kiriathaim, and the Horites in their mountain of Seir as far as El Paran, which is by the wilderness. When they turned back and came to En Mishpat, that is, Kadesh, and attacked all the country of the Amalekites and also the Amorites who dwelt in Hazazon Tamar. And the king of Sodom, the king of Gomorrah, the king of Adma, the king of Zeboim, and the king of Bela, that is, Zoar, went out and joined together in battle in the valley of Sidim against uh, Kedorleomer, king of Elam, Tidal, king of nations, Amraphel, king of Shinar, and Arioch, king of Elasar, four kings against five. Now the valley of Sidim was full of asphalt pits, and the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah fled. Some fell there, and the remainder fell, in the, fell to the mountains. Then they took all the goods of Sodom and Gomorrah and all their provisions and went their way. They also took Lot, Abram's brother's son, who dwelt in Sodom, and his goods, and departed. Then one who had escaped came and told Abram the Hebrew, for he dwelt by the terebinth trees of Mamre, the Amorite, brother of Ashkol, and brother of Anur, and they were allies with Abram. Now when Abram heard that his brother was taken and captive, he armed his 318 trained servants who were born in his own house, and went in pursuit as far as Dan. He divided his forces against them by night, and he and his servants attacked them, and pursued them as far as Hobah, which is north of Damascus. So he brought back all the goods, and, all, and also brought back his brother Lot and his goods, as well as the women and the people. And the king of Sodom went out to meet him at the valley of Shava, that is, the king's valley, after his return from the defeat of Kedorlaomer and the kings who were with him. Then Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was the priest of God Most High. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abram of God Most High, possessor of heaven and earth. And blessed be God Most High, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. And he gave him a tithe of all. Now the king of Sodom said to Abram, Give me the persons and take the goods for yourself. But Abram said to the king of Sodom, 
I have raised my hand to the Lord, God Most High, the possessor of heaven and earth, that I will take nothing from a thread to a sandal strap, and that I will not take anything that is yours, lest you should say, I have made Abram rich, except only what the young men have eaten, and the portion of the men who ate with me, Honor, Eshkol, and Mamri. Let them take their portion. The word of the Lord. Praise be to God. Now I think it bears pointing out here that Abram's fighting force, not not even women and children and uh, and and of course his wife and and any any servants who were not fit, who are too old or too young. He had three hundred eighteen men who were in fighting age. So let's say twenty to to forty five, maybe fifty. And so that's not including servants who were, you know, children who were too young uh, or servants who were too old to fight. So, you know, 50 plus. So Abram, Abram had a huge company with him. He was a very, very, very wealthy man at this point. Moving on, today we're reading out of Judges 13 and 14, and we're reading a very popular story. Um, It's the story of Samson and Delilah. Now, I won't give any spoilers for anyone who hasn't read it, but um, we're only going to read part of it today, and it's it's certainly a, a journey. It's got its ups and certainly its downs. So may the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing of his word. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. And the Lord delivered them into the hand of the Philistines for forty years. Now there was a certain man from Zorah, of the family of the Danites, whose name was Manoah. And his wife was barren and had no children. And the angel of the Lord appeared to the woman and said to her, Indeed, now you are barren and have borne no children, but you shall conceive and bear a son. Now therefore, please be careful not to drink wine or similar drink, and not to eat anything unclean. For behold, you shall conceive and bear a son, and no razor shall come upon his head. For the child shall be a Nazarite to God from the womb, and he shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines. So the woman came and told her husband, saying, A man of God came to me, and his countenance was like the countenance of the angel of God, very awesome. But I did not ask him where he was from, and he did not tell me his name. And he said to me, Behold, you shall conceive and bear a son. Now drink no wine or similar drink, nor eat anything unclean, for the child shall be a Nazarite to God from the womb to the day of his death. Then Manoah prayed to the Lord and said, O my Lord, please let the man of God whom you sent come to us again and teach us what we shall do for the child who will be born. And God listened to the voice of Manoah, and the angel of God came to the woman again as she was sitting in the field. But Manoah, her husband, was not with her. Then the woman ran in haste and told her husband and said to him, Look, the man who came to me the other day has just now appeared to me. So Manoah arose and followed his wife. When he came to the man, he said to him, Are you the man who spoke to this woman? And he said, I am. Manoah arose and followed his wife. Oh, I'm sorry. Manoah said, Now let your words come to pass. What will the boy's rule of life? What will be the boy's rule of life and his work? So the angel of the Lord said to Manoah, Of all that I said to the woman, let her be careful. She may not eat anything that comes from the vine, nor may she drink wine or similar drink, nor eat anything unclean. 
all that I commanded her, let her observe. Then Manoah said to the angel of the Lord, Please let us detain you, and we will prepare a young goat for you. And the angel of the Lord said to Manoah, Though you detain me, I will not eat your food. But if you offer a burnt offering, you must offer it to the Lord. For Manoah did not know he was the angel of the Lord. Then Manoah said to the angel of the Lord, What is your name, that we may honor, honor that when your words come to pass, we may honor you? And the angel of the Lord said to him, Why do you ask my name, seeing it is wonderful? So Manoah took the young goat with the grain offering, and offered it upon the rock of the Lord. And he did a wondrous thing while Manoah and his wife looked on. It happened as the flame went up toward heaven from the altar. The angel of the Lord ascended in the flame of the altar. When Manoah and his wife saw this, they fell on their faces to the ground. When the angel of the Lord appeared no more to Manoah and his wife, then Manoah knew that that he was the angel of the Lord. And Manoah said to his wife, We shall surely die because we have seen God. But his wife said to him, If the Lord had desired to kill us, he would, have not, he would not have accepted a burnt offering and a grain offering from our hands, nor would he have shown us all these things, nor would he have told us such things as, the, as these at this time. So the woman bore a son and called his name Samson. And the child grew, and the Lord blessed him. And the Spirit of the Lord began to move upon him at Mahana, Dan between Zorah and Eshtael. Now Samson went down to Timnah and saw a woman in Timnah of the daughters of the Philistines. So he went up and told his father and mother, saying, I have seen a woman in Timnah of the daughters of the Philistines. Now therefore get her for me as a wife. Then his father and mother said to him, Is there no woman among the daughters of your brethren or among all my people that you must go and get a wife? Uh, from the uncircumcised Philistines? And Samson said to his father, Get her for me, for she pleases me well. But his father and mother did not know that it was of the Lord, that he was seeking an occasion to move against the Philistines. For at that time the Philistines had dominion over Israel. So Samson went down to Timnah with his father and mother, and came to the vineyards of Timnah. Now to his surprise, a young lion came roaring against him, and the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him. And he tore the lion apart as one would tear apart a young goat, though he had nothing in his hand. For he did, But he did not tell his father or his mother what he had done. Then he went down and talked with the woman, and she pleased Samson well. After some time, when he returned to get her, he turned aside to see the carcass of the lion, and behold, a swarm of bees and honey were in the carcass of the lion. He took some of it in his hands and went along, eating. When he came to his father and mother, he gave some to them too, and they also ate, but he did not tell them that he had taken the honey out of the carcass of the lion. So his father went down to the woman, and Samson gave a feast there. And it happened, when they saw him, that they brought thirty companions to be with him. Then Samson said to them, Let me pose a riddle to you. If you can correctly solve and explain it to me within the seven days of the feast, then I will give you thirty linen garments and thirty changes of clothing. But if you cannot explain it to me, then you shall give me thirty linen garments and thirty changes of clothes. And they said to him, Pose your riddle that we may hear it. So he said to them, Out of the eater came something to eat, out of the strong came something sweet. 
Now for three days they could not explain the riddle. But it came to pass on the seventh day that they said to Samson's wife, Entice your husband that we may explain the riddle to us, or else we will burn you and your father's house with fire. Have you invited us in order to take what is ours? Is that not so? Then Samson's wife wept on him and said, You only hate me. You do not love me. You've posed a riddle to the sons of my people, but you have not explained it to me. And he said to her, Look, I have not explained it to my father or my mother, so should I explain it to you? Now she had wept on him the seven days while their feast lasted. And it happened on the seventh day that he told her, because she pressed him so much. Then she explained the riddle to the sons of her people. So the men of the city said to him on the seventh day, before the sun went down, What is sweeter than honey, and what is stronger than a lion? And he said to them, If you had not plowed with my heifer, you would not have solved my riddle. Then the Spirit of the Lord came upon him mightily, and he went down to Eshkelon and killed thirty of their men, took their apparel, and gave the changes of clothing to those who had explained the riddle. So his anger was aroused, and he went back up to his father's house. And Samson's wife was given to his companion, who had been his best man. The word of the Lord. Praise be to God. Heavenly Father, I pray that you bless everyone under the sound of my voice, that you show them your will today, Lord God, that you, that you they incline their ears and they hear that still small voice. Heavenly Father, fill them with your Holy Spirit. And if they're not saved, Lord God, I pray that they would repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I acknowledge that I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. And I acknowledge that you died on a cross for my sin. You were in the grave for three days. And on the third day, you rose from the dead. And you're seated now in heavenly places at the right hand of the Father. I acknowledge that I'm a sinner in need of a Savior and that you are my Savior. I accept what you did for me on that cross. And I believe it in my heart. I confess with my mouth. And I believe in my heart and I am saved. In Jesus' name, amen. Heavenly Father, I thank you that out of Romans 9 and 10, we read that if anyone should confess with their mouth and believe with their heart that Jesus is Lord, that they would be saved. So Lord God, I thank you for saving souls. I thank you, Heavenly Father, for the power to save. It's out of Romans 10 and 9, excuse me. I thank you for that saving faith that only you can give. And Lord God, finally, I pray for prayer requests that I've never heard from people that I've never met. In Jesus' name, amen. Now reading our prayer points for the day. What is the theme of your prayers today? What do you have to praise God and to thank him for? Who are you praying for today? What are your prayers for yourself today? What has God put on your heart today? And what verse are you reflecting on? Now, I hope that these lead you deeper into reflection and prayer and meditation before God. And I can't wait to see you here tomorrow. Grace and peace.